Dos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture from a couple of guys from the East Coast of the United States. I'm Petey Rave, over here on this side. Here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right-hand man to my left-hand side, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing good. What's up, my mom? I'm I'm here. I'm, I'm we're we're here. It's been it's been a little bit. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, but you know we're back at it again. I thought you said yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're here. Um, let's get down to it. We're gonna talk about what's new since we last gathered. Uh, I threw some something at the top. I figure we we got to talk about CL right off the okay. top, just because. It's a, I mean, just, just from the fact that she's, she's out, she's back. She came out with a whole mini album, uh, with several music videos, um, all with different ideas. Uh, we're not going to talk about like each individual song, uh, came out with like, like six songs, uh, all with, on um, all available mm-hmm. on YouTube. I got the playlist up there. Uh, but it's got a couple of nice songs and it's, it's just nice to see her, release stuff out and it's very much like like she's making a point of i I love that the the whole release it it makes sure to make a point of i finally am releasing this backlog of stuff because she makes sure that all the different titles have the literal date and year from which i guess she created the song (laughs) like like Mm -hmm. uh like one of them has uh is uh you know december 1st 2016 uh, February fifth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, you know, November fifteenth, two thousand seventeen, all the way down to two thousand nineteen. I so it's definitely like a pointed thing of like, look at all the things that had ready and finished and ready to be released, and you know, but I couldn't. Um, and yeah, and there were like you know a couple of songs could be interpreted either as either breakup songs or. F-U-Y-G entertainment songs. Uh, yeah, Did you have I, a favorite? I think... I think... Uh, I mean... I, I haven't like, fully checked out the whole thing yet, but... I think they're good. Uh, I don't know if uh, mm-hmm. they're all necessarily, like, bangers. But they're all... Well, yeah, no, no, songs. I, but I, I, I think them all to be bangers. Yeah. But, like, I think Done is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm done with you. It has a nice, like, you know, pointedness. Um, I do enjoy yep. the video. It's like, uh, it, it's just a cameo, a list of cameos of all the famous and internet famous people that she knows, uh, doing little, okay. like, snippets, including various people you might recognize from memes and stuff. Uh, who, at least I only know them from memes. Um, and, you know, there's other singers and, several all the other members of 21 <laughs> so it, it's a fun thing uh including that designer guy that wears the mask that has a cutout you know that guy uh but yeah it's 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 cool i think uh done is good i think i like done and I like i quit just because i like this. <laughs> like those are the songs is like you know the most pointed ones and the other ones are nice uh did did you get a chance to check out any of them? 
Um, I, I listen to one or two and I'm just kind of going through them now. Like I don't really have a full opinion on them yet, but like you said, it's, it's just a good thing that she's getting a chance to kind of put out music. Um, and so hopefully just we'll, we'll see more of this to come as it goes because that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just, I wanted to touch on that. You can see the playlist on our show notes. It's on YouTube. You can watch all mm-hmm. the videos and stuff. Um, but aside from that, you know, we talk about what's, what's caught our individual attentions. Uh, Kaz, what, what, what's, what's new with yeah. you? What's caught your attention since we last gathered? Uh, things catching my attention are, uh, track by Gilly Boy, which is the first one I'll talk about, um, called What's Wrong, um, which I thought was just kind of an, uh, like I said, Gilly Boy is hit or miss for me, and this one's kind of a hit. It's kind of a big hit. I really like this one. Um, I just kind of like, uh, I just like the, the way it starts and builds up. Um, and that's kind of a good thing for me with Korean hip hop. I, I, I love a good build up to it. Um, and it, it kind of has an accompanying video, an accompanying video that kind of does the same. It kind of goes along and builds up, um, in a very interesting way. Yeah. I think it, it's, it's fun. Uh, it, the, the song is, is cool. I like the personality of it. The video is, is cool. I like that. It's like, uh, I, I like the scenery. Like it, it has different like sets and stuff. But yeah, it, it's a, it's a it's a cool song. I like I like the feature, the the singing feature, uh, Yunhui, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. She she was pretty fantastic in there. Uh, and yeah, Giddy, Giddy Boy, I think put out put in a nice solid track here. Yeah. Um, moving on from there to another uh, Korean rapper uh, is Zico with uh, any song, which I just think is kind of a fun song. If you pay attention to the lyrics, it's just kind of like um, has this really like fun, interesting vibe about it um, that I don't know. I, I, I think the the. The way the song kind of plays out, it's very upbeat. But when you kind of pay attention to the lyrics, it's, it has this this poeticness to it. In a sense, yeah. it's weird. Um, not not weird, but like it it has a it, it's pacing from what it's saying just is different, and I like yeah. that about it. Like I like, like that a, it kind of has yeah. There's like a dissonance a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it's talking about you know just just play anything because I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I'm not in the mood. I don't really care what it is. I, I'm not feeling the vibe. Just just play whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I, I, I just I just want to have a good time. Just yeah. whatever. Let's play a song. Yeah, it, it's fun. I like I, the song is fun. Uh, I think I, before I got around to actually sit down and listen to it, I'd heard the first like minute or so a billion times yeah because the hashtag hashtag any song challenge uh which uh, there's a bunch of people including zico and chunga doing the original one but a bunch of people doing the the any song challenge which i'm tempted to throw up something on the haliuchuku channel but i don't know how much i could trust myself to do choreography but (laughs) yeah but you know who knows uh, but yeah, like I'd heard the first minute or so a billion times, but, but it's, it's, it is, it's fun. It's catchy. Like 
the video is is fun uh it's that that dissonance uh in the song it also plays out in the video and that he's like listlessly walking around while all of his friends are just partying around him kind of thing yeah. <laughs> and like like they do a, the 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 kind of like classic fun uh i, I wish I, I knew the name of it. i know that it has a cinematic name of that shot where he's he and the camera on on the 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 dolly or the rail yeah and he's just kind of like floating obviously not walking like with the camera going in a direction um i like that shot because that like that f- just floating along while while everybody is you know having a good time uh yeah and I, I, it, it's fun because like it, it it's like the the part where you just kind of like the part where everybody's passed out and then he by himself is dancing around while listening to music this is fun but yeah yeah and then he runs away I don't know. it is it just is is a cool vibe and zico you know he does he knocks it out of the park on this one and it's already killing it i think on the charts as well so yeah another another yeah. And, another and banger i i think like you said ha- kind of having this this um, very viral thing that could go along with it with with the any song challenge helps you know what i mean like it's it's a good song already but having something that that can make it viral and get into people's ears because people want to take part in this in this challenge thing makes it like gives it a life that will just keep going beyond what its normal shelf life could have been yeah. because like you said people are constantly going to find that Thing probably first and then yeah. just it leads to you coming back to the song so yeah. it's always interesting when things like that happen yeah um i will say one last thing i could have sworn at the end of there just so, so i think from just from my expectations i have expected to uh for zico to get r- hit by a car or something <laughs> yeah <same>. <laughs> <laughs> when he was running down the street he's like he all right this is the part where crosswalk and just looks and i'm like up oh, here it comes man here it comes. <laughs> That's the twist. And he's like, no, it didn't end up being that way. But come on, don't just be running out on the streets. Um, but yeah, yeah, what you got? All right, I've got a couple of songs. Uh, I want to give one shout out to the things that have caught my attention since we last gathered. Uh, one of them being randomly the YouTube channel uh, called SBS K-pop Classic. I don't know if this is official or not. I assume it is because at this point. It hasn't been taken down, uh, but it is literally, it used to be two channels. It used to be two live streaming channels, uh, one mm-hmm. streaming, I think from like 95 to 99 and on like doing 2000, 2002, but I think now it's just one channel, uh, and it's literally streaming, n- uh, one after the other full episodes of Inky Gaio, uh, from October of 1995 to, uh, I get uh September of two thousand two. <laughs> it's like throwback Inky Gaios. Uh and it's just a it's a fun time just throw that on and like really kill your nostalgia. <laughs> well or or feel it. I think for there's a lot of it's like it does does it twofold. Uh if you've if you remember this era. Obviously this is before my time in K pop and I think before yours as well. Uh but it, it for a lot of people that have a nostalgia for this era honestly for this era in the western uh pop 
you'll you'll find some familiar funny things uh it is it, it's 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 like being able to watch old episodes of TRL but not like just watch the the all-time greats but watch all of the shit that was popular <laughs> in a mm-hmm. given time and makes you makes you kind of like enjoy the good but also remind you that how why the past must die and you must kill it if you have to like <laughs> just you know but it, it, it's it's a fun like experience and i think people should check it out it, it's it's the hair the clothes the the camera angles the 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 dance moves the the low fidelity <laughs> of some of the songs uh it, it is fun time so go check it out uh but moving on I don't know if you had any thoughts about old K-pop, but moving on. I mean, I think I think it's just great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I think it's just a great kind of like thing to do, right? Because these people are going to be more and more and more curious about K-pop as it goes, right? And there are going to be people who want to understand kind of the start of something, yeah. um, and kind of its origins so to have something like this in a very easily accessible place i think is amazing yeah yeah so it's a fun it's a fun like trip into into the past and i think people should check it out because it's like it's an unfiltered unedited look and look into like certain eras which is really cool um yeah moving forward a couple of songs that happened in the last bit of time uh, AOA, coming off the heels of Queendom, came up, came back with a song called Come See Me, and it's pretty, it's really solid. Like, it, it is, mm-hmm. it is a nice maturing of AOA sound, uh, it is a nice, has, has a nice attitude and a nice personality to it, uh, it is, it, you almost forget, like, like, what you know in last bit of time that we saw AOA they were kind of doing the these pretty okay like catchy pop tunes uh but they've been a, a little bit of time away they've, they've all grown a bit uh, over the time even during the time they were doing those like those those tunes and they came out with something a little bit more like with a little bit more gravitas and and I really enjoy it for that. And I think that the song is cool. Uh the video and the visuals of the video are, are, are really cool. Uh their performances of like the songs like they have a nice feel to it. Like I think it this is a really nice maturing of AOA sound. I think that's the biggest thing that I would put it, put it about it. Uh what, what, Yeah, what I can think? agree with that. I think um I kind of, I just like the the sound of it. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't find it necessarily amazing in any way. But I yeah. do agree with what you're saying, right? It's this kind of more. It it it's more than I expected from AOA. Yeah. Is if that's like, if that doesn't sound weird, like I, <laughs> I didn't expect something like this. But it definitely just has. I don't know. It, it it has like this kind of classic girl group sound. Yeah. Um, 
and I think that's why I'm kind of resonating with it more because I, I just I'm not super excited about like current girl group stuff outside of like Red Velvet and like a couple of other groups, but like I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's it's a solid song. I think it's a nice a nice uh, nice calling card song. Nice uh, a demonstration of you know they they've been at this at this point for eight years. And they still got it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's eight-year veterans, <laughs> uh, and they still got it, which is really cool. Um, moving on to the next okay. song, uh, I want to give my boy JYP a shout out. JYP <laughs> came out with a song called "Fever," featuring Super B and BB, uh, who's uh, who's a really fantastic singer. This is a fun song. This is this is this is this is JYP. Just like this is I, now I realize that this is his identity now, being the old man that you know is technically just having to run a company, but also wants to make music for himself. Uh, this is just a fun song about fucking, and like <laughs> it's a fun video about fucking, <laughs> like, uh, and it's a fun video about wanting to fuck. Uh, the the mom the rich mom from parasite which honestly i yeah. think we can all relate to uh <laughs> it's like it it is it is a fun video the song is really cool and catchy uh the features are really well done uh super b has like a nice little featuring in there uh, the, the metaphors uh the the using duck uh cuz uh, i have to look it up but like uh the the rice cake is part of like sex metaphors and it's really fun like pounding the rice cake is a euphemism for sex when he uses that in the video and it's fantastic um and it's like jyp is hilarious and awesome and and really really and really talented and i'm glad he's still he's still got it in this sense uh, what 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 was mm-hmm. your what was your feeling? What, what what was your impression? I I thought it was fun. Like like you said, it's a, it it has a very like silly vibe to it. Like that is super enjoyable. Like and it, it's just like like it it it's done in just like such a fun way. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's fun. It's catchy. Uh, and the video is fun. So. Check that out. You see some fun dance moves by by JYP. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Red Velvet earlier, uh, Red Velvet did come back with a track, a new track called Psycho, a little bit ago, mm-hmm. about, like a month ago. Uh, it's a it's a new track from the, from like the Rebel Festival uh, finale. And overall, it, it's a it's a solid song. I think it, it's it it feels this one definitely feels more like a like bad boy than it is say like the Zim's album and the the kind of the higher paced ones. This is more like the slower, the velvet side of things. Um, you know, with a kind of more of an attitude, and I think it works well. I think uh, it, it's. It's not quite a. I, I I think I would like Bad Boy a little bit more, but this is a a song that 
it's it's well done the 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 like the hook is really nice uh it's it, it does draw you in really well the video's cool the dances I, are cool i think it's one of those songs that's like rather than like having a beat that is accompanied by really good vocals it's a song with and for me and and you can take it with a grain of salt as a as a as me being a red velvet mark like a song that is very strongly vocal with a good beat yeah yeah I think it, like it, 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 it kind of plays in the other way than what what we mo- generally tend to get yeah like uh they they put it vocals forward in in a really good way and yeah and i i they all shine really well uh um, and can i say i also i i love the way this video just looks it looks so crisp and so clean it just is it's yeah. so nice cinematography wise also I, I i dig the dark lipsticks uh it's a nice look for everyone i dig the the Irene raps <laughs> uh with with more uh yeti raps there but like it, it's it's fun um and yeah and it's, it must have been exciting uh to to come back to this re- this really strong really cool song that people like and been able to hopefully promote for several weeks uh or not <laughs> as we'll get into the headlines uh but those are the songs uh before we talk about those things uh those are that's uh, it for what's new now we transition over to our headline segment so news on the flip side yeah welcome back to the headline segment we're here to talk about some more stuff. We're going to talk about topical, topical, topical topics in the world of East Asian pop culture. How <laughs> oh, damn. I'm making words good. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about some of the things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. You know, what's the haps? Um, well, let's get started uh, with this uh, red velvet thing. So uh, the year-end festivals, year-end shows were happening, and SBS, you know, is no, no, uh, is a participant, you know, is a TV station. So they had a uh, a year-end event for you know the guy who did Dejan. I'm trying to remember which one it was, um, and unfortunately there were some lapses in judgment and safety. Uh, which caused Wendy of Red Velvet to fall about two and a half meters, I believe, or was it like three me- like like three and a half meters? They kept saying, uh, from a, after having to walk up tunnel in the dark from a from a like a high up stage where the there were supposed to be stairs, but there weren't stairs, and she fell down. Uh, she suffered apparently facial fractures. Uh, she she sustained injuries to her face and fractures in her pelvis and wrists on the right side of her body. Uh, she had to go on emergency treatment and 
uh, and she's been, you know, she's been hospitalized pretty much, pretty much like all, most of January, and all just because, and all would have been prevented by, apparently by putting a tape, <laughs> piece of, piece of tape, you know, like you do with TV stations, where you put your marks, put, put a little piece of yeah, tape. Yeah, but this is, this is what happens when you have highly rushed productions and, and miscommunication and all these other things that are going on that probably led to this. And then, I mean, I, I think a lot of the anger stems from uh, SBS just putting out kind of a canned response yeah. of, like, just generic shit. Um, and... With, you know what I mean, which makes people mad. So it, it made people mad to the point that that police are now involved yeah. <laughs> in investigating the the incident, right? Which yeah. which is on uh, you know pre to any allegations looks just like a any a terrible accident and a, a terrible sense of miscommunication on SBS's part, but when you just kind of go like them's the haps my bad like you know what i mean like yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna come out looking great you know what i mean i think i think you kind of have to in a sense um you kind of have to in a sense just just like take those punches i guess in in, in yeah. a weird way of saying it like you, you just kind of have to just overly apologize and take as much blame as you can you, you you take as much pseudo blame as you can you go you know oh you know this was this was you know we're, we're definitely gonna have to work on our communication in the future this was a mishap that 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 is unbecoming of us um we we definitely need to look into you know whatever 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 that yeah. that's what people are are tend to willing are tend to be willing to accept in these kind of situations you know what I mean when, yeah. when these things happen when you when you do the sense of pointing the finger at yourself as much as you can but when you kind of go yeah you know whatever she missed the mark <laughs> like <laughs> like. like, like Nah, doc. No, yeah. like it's like yeah. So it, it's it's ridiculous, and, and it's one of those things where it's like you wonder. Uh, there's been this is you know not the first safety issue in in the world of East Asian uh, television broadcasting. Um, I mean, just in television broadcasting, period. But yeah, yeah you know, just just yeah. In in this sense, like it's it's so weird, you know what I mean? Especially because there are, and not even this show in particular, but there are a lot of shows that that Korean television produce that are very very physically like yeah tasking. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the variety shows are very physically tasking and sometimes ask a lot of of participants who are generally celebrity, right? Like, yeah. So to have miscommunication on, on something that seems so simple when we've seen shows produced by these same 
you know, content producers who execute things on on higher levels. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like with with variety shows where they go to a town and set up a fucking stunt that blows up the town and then rebuilds it again so they can film it from another angle. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, how do you fuck up where the stairs are, dog? Like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I was just watching your variety show. You literally blew up these people's town and then rebuilt it and shot it from another angle. Like, I could tell because it's a different time of day. You couldn't control that part. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if if I was Red Velvet's label and, and management team, I'd call the cops as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Korean I'm on their it. side for once. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 one of it's it's one of those it's it's ridiculous and it's a bummer. Uh, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully Wendy's healing. Hopefully, it's not something that's gonna affect her too much going forward. Because the big issue is things like pelvic injuries and leg injuries for a dancer. That's gonna no matter what. It's gonna be a hindrance because you know there's just now downtime where they can't they can't do you know music shows and and things like that especially coming on the the coming really currently on on a comeback you know what i mean so if if there were other music videos scheduled to be shot you know what i mean you have to you have to take precautions with that like like yeah. what can and can't you do at the moment uh do we put these things off to a later date like like yeah. so it just slows down production as a whole because you you want to give them time to heal, yeah, uh, and then and, and hopefully, the yeah, what? and hopefully you don't you don't rush it in in the sense of trying to get back and and do all these things and and you let it heal properly or these are things that then become nagging injuries um, when they don't heal properly. So yeah, definitely hope hope they they take a cue in in letting thing in letting the healing process be correct. Like yeah, it sucks because uh, you know right now I think I think K-pop is on a on a day to day basis with with taking that the world by storm. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. can get a little bit further if you're putting something out that day. I think that's kind of almost where we are right now with K-pop, yeah. like with its, with with where the growth is at, which is crazy to see. And I think a bigger discussion for another show. But yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, with like the growth uh, and stuff. Um, I'm I'm just I want to I want to just hope hope all the best for Wendy and the girls from Red Velvet because I do like them a lot. Um, and I am in no rush to see them come back so that Wendy can heal properly. And yeah. I'm just willing to wait because trust me, if I have learned anything in being a K-pop fan, patience is a motherfucking yeah. virtue. <laughs> no, we're 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 fans of. We we know patience. We're fans of YG groups. <laughs> we we know patience. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on to uh, something that just broke recently. Like I think it. Like I was looking through headlines and it broke like a couple of hours ago, a few hours ago. Um, that's why I'm using Koreaboo as a as the article because the only article I could find. Uh, 13 music companies, including Sony Music Korea, Warner, Warner Music Korea, Bugs, and YG Entertainment, are suing Melon uh, for about 5 billion won, uh, which is about $4.2 million. 
Uh, so big names in the music industry. Uh, 13 music companies have filed a lawsuit against Melon seeking 5 billion won in unpaid royalties during their time under SKT. Uh, according to an exclusive report from eDaily, 13 companies involved in the music distribution industry uh, has have filed a civil lawsuit with the Seoul Central District Court on December 31st against Kakao, uh, which is the mm-hmm. company that operates a Melon and Loan Entertainment. CEO Shin, uh, just Shin, I guess they're keeping his name anonymous, uh, who was ahead of the time of the incident. Uh, they're seeking 4.927 Korean, Korean won, which amounts to 4.191838.88 dollars uh, in music royalties that were unpaid. The Korean. Uh, so yeah, this, basically, yeah. this is one of those things where um, Melon is a pretty popular uh, app in. I don't know if it's just in Korea or or in other Korea mainly. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a pretty popular music app, and and much how ones work here, um, you know, there's there's ads, um, there's ads kind of charged against the music and things like that, which is how Melon makes their money. Um, and then there's supposed to be, uh, in this sense, royalties that go back to the artist and labels. Um, I don't know how we got to this point where we're at this number, because that is a rather large number. Um, um, that, uh, these companies have decided to sue. So there's 13 in total. Nine have been revealed. YG being one of them, actually YG being two of them, uh, YG entertainment and YG plus, um, Warner music, which is a a big one. Sony music, which is a big one. Um, and universal, which is a, another big one, uh, with the other nine that have been revealed, but to have 13 companies suing you for multiple billion dollars. Um, and cacao, I'm, I'm just going to assume, um, has the money, but definitely being that, that they weren't the arbiters in the first place. They now have to do internal revenue checks kind of, kind of, or internal checks. I shouldn't call them internal revenue, but like internal checks to figure out, what kind of shady dealings were were or are going on with this thing that they bought on yeah. on it's you know like like when these companies buy other companies it's on the clout of what this company is right so this yeah. company is doing really well everyone likes it but you have enough capital for where it is at the moment to buy it and and ride the wave right yeah so that's what cacao did in buying melon um but now you got to do, and and we've talked about this before, and it's one of my favorite things to bring up, got to <laughs> do damage control. Yes. Um, it is time for damage control for, for cacao, right? Because, one, you have a bunch of people saying that you owe them money, which I don't think at the end of the day is the biggest issue. It's what then there happens once this gets out in into the bigger media realm and people start looking at melon as this 
as, as some kind of shady site, right? Or some kind of shady app. Does it does it lose its fan base and its install base? You know what I mean? Does it start costing you more money to keep melon for yeah. cacao? Um, especially in the facts that you're going to have to pay out. Um, and we'll just use the rounded up number, 5 billion won. Um, like, is it just then a, is it just then going to just, you know, just bleed money from your pocket at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So like, and then, couple... and then going, going forward, can you even get any more music deals? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we have to see like, uh, uh, it says here from, from, uh, a couple of comments, uh, lawyer Idongun. Uh, who's a representative of the companies who are suing, says, uh, quote, the defendant, Mellon, arbitrarily changed the settlement methods or created virtual companies to obtain royalties that were originally meant to be distributed to Sony Music and other music-related companies. Uh, and then the there was a company, an unnamed company in the lawsuit also explained, uh, mm-hmm. I guess a, a, an anonymous source, uh, Mellon's uh, quote: Mellon side has said they will compensate for the damages, but there must be grounds for the compensation. Uh, we filed a lawsuit to clarify the case in order to make our demands more specific. Uh, and then kind of goes into some of the details. Basically, the the, the cacao is like currently investigating internally and things like that. Uh, and then how about how they there was like she, uh, shell companies involved one in particular, Ellis Entertainment. Um. Yeah, so it's like a lot of it is, yeah, damage, cacao has to do the damage control, but a lot of these companies, like, all right, you're going to pay us, but all right, how and what are you paying? Mm-hmm. Right, and what's the method? And they want put, want things mm-hmm. on paper. So this is, this is uh, a big move by these companies, but I definitely understand. And this is, uh, this is definitely like... I, I almost feel like this is connected to like how the produce 101 stuff uh, <laughs> in this sense. Because uh, if, if we think about the reality shows have been, you know, reality shows are all rigged. as uh, so reality competitions are. Uh, we just we just know they are. Uh, and uh, Brad of Busker Busker have been talking about how things like Superstar K and and these other shows were rigged for, for you know, or cajoled or manipulated for a long time. But but it took the pro, but it was the produce 101 and those, these like trainees from different companies that were the ones that caused the big hubbub. Because you can screw with every man all you want. But when you start messing with other companies' money, you get in trouble. That's when you really get in trouble. When you mess with other companies' money, that's when you really get in trouble. I think that this is similar in that in that respect. Once you get when you're messing with other corporations' money, and we're talking about Warner, Sony, Universal, YG Entertainment, these big companies, that's when you know you can't get away with. It. Like you have to you have to be real good to get away with screwing those big companies. Is mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like it's a fascinating thing. Um, all right. Moving forward to a couple other more headlines, a little bit more lighter fare. I just wanted to talk about these couple of things. Uh, I want to talk about how mm-hmm. BTS performed at the Grammys. Uh, BTS performed at the Grammys as part of Lil Nas, uh, Lil we, Nas X's Old Time Road <laughs> collaboration. Do we want to talk about the lead up to that and how mad everyone was? Yes. That, like, 
that one fucking <coughs> BTS had to play second fiddle to fucking Little Nas X, which like, like, I I, I think this is the one time I've ever heard Little Nas X be demonized for anything. It's just like <laughs> how. Yeah. And it wasn't even like necessarily demonizing Little Nas X. It was just like, how dare fucking BTS have to play second fiddle? Um, yeah. And I think a lot of the, the anger also stemmed from them being invited, um, them getting a chance to perform, but but still being, being treated like they're not taking the world by storm as well. Like, yeah. like. I I enjoy Little Nas X, right? And and I think we've talked about this in private, but my man's still writing one song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's, it's he's gonna have to start like putting out some other stuff. Uh, yeah. But like, and he's been writing one song and all the remixes of it, uh, which is what this like stage was. I I like to hope that this is like the this is the 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 Avengers Endgame of his remix and reworking of that song with including everyone in this version. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, all right, this is our, you know, this is like the tr- the ultimate, like the performance and all right, going forward, we're going to have some new music, hopefully. Uh, Cause he did have a bit of a different snippet at the end of the performance, but, but yeah, the, the lead up, a lot of like the them playing second fiddle. I think a big part of that there was a. I remember there was a hashtag, uh, BTS deserves better, uh, thing, and it was based off of a video. Somebody a leaked video of the rehearsal where people mm-hmm. like uh, took out of context the one clip, which was about the part later on in the performance when it was Little Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus in front of the stage. And I guess with the the set dressing not completely done with BTS in back of the stage, and like they're gonna make them background dancers, they they'll take the stage. Well, they're not your backup props. It was like, and then when they actually, and then when they actually did the performance, they actually BTS featured very heavily and had their own great moment uh, with 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 Nas X actually taking a backseat and sitting and letting them shine then it turned out to be a really great performance like it's like everybody's the build up everybody wanting to get angry and piss off and then it ended up being kind of a fun a really fun moment with everybody having a great time and and bts still getting a moment to shine uh yeah. not just rm but like they, they they got to be featured but i i think i would have I don't know. I think I think it would have been especially for the Grammys and especially for the year that it's been for for Little Nas X and for BTS to maybe do more of a of a kind of a mix kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like take a BTS song that kind of has the same vibe and like meld it with with this and meld it with another super hot artist. You know what I mean? Like like, wait, why did we step away from ever doing that as a thing? Like, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think it could have been better done. Do I think it was as bad as people painted it out to be? No. And and or I think they, people circled around. It like, yeah. Like, and I think people circled around, like you said, and, and, and oh, yeah. realized it wasn't as bad as their fears expected it to be. But I definitely feel like could have been more right because i just feel like it was riding 
the moment of what this kid has done and just making a hundred remixes and like it's just like a snippet of like this is a fucking tiktok at this point that's what that performance <laughs> was. Uh, yeah like, I mean, there was like different tiktoks stitched together yeah uh this stage was fun though uh and like with the, the green skull uh also randomly big nas regular nas showing up <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was like, and they even said it himself. It was like, Lil Nas, Big Nas, Lil Nas, that's Big Nas. It's like, oh, it was a random moment. It's like, where did Nas show up from? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it was cool. I, I was, yeah, it definitely made you want more for BTS in this stage. Yeah. Like, I, I, as much as I, I'm not as at the same time, and, and, I don't it, think they need the Grammys, but it would still be cool if they got recognized in this, like, specific, yeah. important, at least. Especially, to believe it's important I, I think stage. it's one of those things for me, right? I don't dislike Little Nas X in any way, shape, or form, right? But it is a, definitely a thing where it's like, like, the the body of work for me, it's like, Little Nas X is writing the remix of one song over and over. The amount of work BTS has done over the last four or five years, right? And the, the body of work. Yeah, the last year just in general. But just the body of work that they have yeah. is just like, like I don't know. I, just, I, in, I, just in the last year, they've, they've had more work and more, more prolific stuff. But yeah, it would have been cool to see them them shine on their own stage. And who knows? We might. Uh, but it, there's also the flip side of wondering if if Little Nas X didn't invite them, would they have been invited in the first place? So yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean, I like I said, I respect the kid a lot because he has these moments of like good genius and like knowing how to do like like. W what to collab with to keep this one song going but like yeah i don't know yeah yeah um all right i'm gonna pivot from what's in the dock yeah uh just because that one is like mostly not really anything i just want to talk about something really fun from japan uh, <laughs> okay and uh it is it, so the headline is no coins not a problem for Japan's new cashless gacha, gacha pond capsule toy vending machines. We have officially have card friendly or and phone friendly gacha pond machines. Mm -hmm. Uh so like the the of course the gacha pond if people aren't aware are a little I mean it, it's Japan's version of what we have at like arcades and we've grown up with uh they just have more unique things in them which is just little capsule toy uh vending machines you know we had gum and the little thing that that's the hand that you stick on the wall and stuff uh but they usually have more cool toys and more uh things from different uh uh like companies and properties uh some even have like coffee beans uh you know things like that in cases 
So, uh, Gachapon, also known as Gachapon, are those ubiquitous gospel vending machines bought from throughout Japan. Children and adults alike have taken delight in inserting their leftover change into the coin slot, twisting the handle and eagerly watching as their surprise toy clatters. Gotcha, gotcha. Interview. Uh, these are just random little gumballs. These are capsule machines. Deserve everything from intricate rice cooker coin cases to coffee beans, uh, at the swanky gotcha, gotcha coffee. Uh, while Japan is largely a cash-based society, the rapidly growing popularity of cashless payment apps such as PayPay and LinePay over the past year has signaled an apparent shift towards the age of cashless transactions. Japan is catching up. They're trying to, they're finally figure out, uh, they're finally figuring it out. A uh, new line of machines have been dumb. Pipito Gacha. Uh, Silas as Pipit Gacha. And is being developed by so, Tech Gotcha Institute. I always, I, I never thought it was a thing of like Japan being backwards or, or not necessarily catching up, but yeah. always it's just um, a different approach. Precautious, yeah. yeah. And they're like, they're, like, they're more cautious like they're more and they have a different approach. Yeah, because then you end up with shit like the New York subway system where you have a card and you link it to to the fucking app that you can use to pay for your fucking bus fare. And then because it knows your card information and you tap your phone because you have the app and it's supposed to charge the app, it charges your phone and the app. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's 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 it is fascinating, but it, it this is this is fun. This has got to be a fun way to. Yeah, to, no, to, I, to, I yeah, uh, and I, I like the little machines. Uh, we can watch this little video. It, it is kind of cute. It, it, it always involves these cute commercials. Uh, and I wonder, what, you know, I gotta see what uh, toys. Uh, apparently, they use a, a QR code reader. And a 4G connection, mm-hmm. and you know it is—it's cool. Yeah, I just thought this was this was a nice little neat thing, uh, and I'm looking forward to trying it out uh, when we finally go to Japan. Like we said, <laughs> when we when even when we finally go to Japan, this is going to be one of those things that we, we need to check out. Uh, including yeah. those, all these all those uh, other regular vending machines. Um, yeah, I saw this really cool video of like uh, I think it was uh, Safia. The, the, I don't I don't know. I think supposedly she used to be in BuzzFeed, but it got recommended me on on YouTube. But it was all these random vending machines, and I think one of them served udon, <laughs> like like right out yeah. of the and like in a can. Udon in a can, which was a funny thing. And then they all had like the same like coin purses. It would like be like the interesting thing, and then like a line of coin purses, which is really cool. Um, yeah, that's fun stuff. All right, that brings us to the end of another episode of Holly Juice. Kaz, what what what's going on in your world? What's going on in your realm? Same old, same old, new year, same stuff. Uh, go check out the DKG Well podcast. We got some new cover art. Uh, check out the Patreon. We got some stuff coming to there as soon as I figure out how to how to put stuff there. It's a slow process, but definitely, definitely, definitely. Check out Sports Odds and Ends. Um, 
our our last episode was supposed to be a little more lighthearted, but because uh, of recent events, it wasn't as lighthearted as we wanted it to be. But you know, um, yeah, it still was a it still was a fun episode. Um, but definitely go check that out. Uh, it was it was definitely. It was definitely an interesting ride, uh, I, I will say. Um, we we talked about some basketball news, some football news, um, some changing affront for for uh, the female NHL um, in in working on them also getting a new bargaining agreement. As we also talked about the the WNBA getting a new collective bargaining agreement, which was a big big cool thing um and just keep supporting women's sports is something that that sports odds and ends is definitely pushing for mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's the the great motto uh kind of lift up the, the women's sports which is which is exciting mm-hmm. I, was, I saw the headline i was like it's like yeah, yeah like, like this is this is gonna <laughs> please this is gonna please y'all this is definitely gonna please uh jvc uh, this headline, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, go check it out. Spreadsupport.com. Uh, he's at King Kaz. Uh, I'm at PD Rave. The show's at Halijuku. That's Halijuku.com as well. K-pop podcast. Pod K-pop podcast.com is another way to send people our way. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli, Rebelli TV on YouTube. Uh, and elsewhere, well, didn't they tell you, don't you know? we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, a bunch of places, Stitcher, everywhere. Like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Until next time, hasta los huevos. you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>